Welcome to I Got Back Up, Getting Back Up With. I'm Talia Lazarus, the founder of I Got Back Up, and in August 2021, my life changed. I was in a road accident, which led me to 10 weeks of no walking, knee surgery that September, and then double knee surgery in February 2022. After learning how to walk again in my 20s, my journey took me through greatest highs and extreme lows. Everybody has a story, and everyone's story is different, but even in the smallest of ways, we can all relate. And as humans, we always talk about when someone is back up, or how, why, and when something happened. We tend not to discuss the middle part, the recovery, the journey, the darkness, and the continuous roller coaster of ups and downs. It's a taboo subject for most, but here it's not. You have the chance to change your story. So come face to face with your fears and step out into the unknown. You don't have to be ruled by those fearful and negative emotions anymore because there is so much beauty and adventure on the other side. You can face all your obstacles and walls with us and those around you. You are not alone. We are stronger together. On our first episode of season two, I'd like to introduce Ontru. After a terrible road accident left him stuck under a car, On suffered multiple breaks and injuries which left him unable to walk. With incredible sheer determination throughout his recovery, On believes that it is a miracle he survived. Maybe he saved a life that day, and it could have been someone else who got hit by the car and not survived. So that's another way he looks at it, that he could have saved that person's life. Your life can be completely turned upside down in a matter of seconds, and On believes in living in the present. Do what you want to do now instead of waiting, because tomorrow is never given. How are you doing today? Me? I'm doing good, thank you. And how are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm good. How's your day been today then? Today, uh, I've had a pretty busy day uh, with work. Um, mm-hmm. Logged off around three. Uh, had a quick rest and then popped down the gym for a, mm-hmm. for a leg session. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, yeah, the best session. Yeah, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, just uh, just to keep up my physio and uh, mm-hmm. and my recovery. Yeah, exactly. So this is what we're here today to find out, you know, more about why you had this leg session and where it's taken you so far. So right. the floor right. is over to you. Me, okay. So I guess where do I start? <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's pretty. Um, so do I start with what happens to me or uh, where I am now or? Yeah, let's start with let's start with what happened. Okay. Uh, let's start let's start at the beginning. Start at the beginning. Okay, then. So uh, back in July 2020, I was involved in a pretty serious accident uh, where I was a cyclist. Um, oh dear. So this is hard. <laughs> yeah, moment. You can have as many moments as you need. Okay. So I was a cyclist. uh, Knocked off my bike um, by a car from behind. Um, I got run over and then dragged under the car 20, 30 feet uh, where I remained uh, trapped under the car for um, a while until um, a lady called Teresa who kind of came to my rescue um she she got the driver out of the car got her to safety um and she could hear, hear me crying out for help so she realized i was uh, kind of trapped under the car uh she stopped passerbys um who uh, 
who got out of cars, stopped traffic. Um, they managed to, like eight of them, uh, mm-hmm. managed to lift the car off me. Um, don't know where I found the strength, but I managed to crawl from under the car using my right arm. Once I was free, uh, they put the car back down. And then from there, um, I was com- comforted by um, people who came to my rescue, by putting a full blanket on me while we waited for the emergency service to turn up. So the police turned up, um, the ambulance, so the first responders, and then they realised how bad I was. So they called for London, London Air Ambulance. Um, so, um, so yeah, so, uh, yeah. So while I was, yeah. So um, that's what happened to me. Um, mm-hmm. And with all my injuries, um, my face was pretty bashed up. So I lost my two front teeth. Um, got loads of scarring, which you can't see now because it's all covered by my beard. Um, and uh, so I broke a load of bones. So if you want, I can go through them with you. So from top to bottom, so mm-hmm. my teeth. <laughs> um, <laughs> I broke 13 ribs. Um, um, I broke uh, my left humerus, which is my upper uh, left arm. Um, and then I shattered my wrist, my left wrist. Um, I broke my right shoulder blade. I broke my back, which um, it was a fracture on uh, the L5. Um, I also had a broken ankle as well. So um, I had a collapsed lung and partial collapsed lung. So full collapsed lung on my right lung and, and in my left lung with partial, partially collapsed as well. Um, and uh, I damaged uh, liver as well. So there's just dead injuries that I can uh, recall. And then, mm-hmm. then my body's full of uh, scars. Uh, so. Uh, once I got to, uh, so once um, I was I was airlifted to the Royal London Hospital, um, I was admitted. I stayed there for 15 days. Um, while um, the first four days I was in intensive care. Um, so the first operation I had was on the second day of being in in hospital, and that was a six-hour operation on my wrist where they put plates and pins in. Um, that was where I thought I I died um, because they couldn't um, they couldn't uh, stabilize me, so they put me on the ventilator. Um, yeah, and then <laughs> they gave me a day's rest. <laughs> in um, <laughs> uh, so so I'm going for my second operation, uh, mm-hmm. which was pins and plates in my left arm to fix my humerus, which was you know, which was completely snapped. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also had a skin graft taken from my left thigh onto my forearm, if you can see there. Um, mm-hmm. So, so yeah, so they, so they, um, so they done that to me. Um, and and uh, I think while I was in recess before the operations, they they stitched me up. So my lips were stitched up, my eyelid was stitched up, my chin was stitched up, uh, my elbows, my knees, my ankle. Uh, the side of my leg, um, and uh, and while I was in hospital, <laughs> I had a chest drain. I was um, I was fitted with a catheter, um, so I was in a pretty bad way. I was putting on oxygen, um, 
loads of wires hanging out of me, um, loads of drugs, <laughs> loads of morphine <laughs> to kind of uh, keep to keep to keep the pain away. Mm-hmm. Um, and the nurses and the consultants, doctors, everyone done an amazing job. Took after me there. So um, so yeah. So after being in intensive care for four days after my operations, I was then moved to the high dependency unit, which mm-hmm. I stayed there for uh, five days where they fed me, watered me, changed me, rolled me. Um, I also, I, I was also fitted with two chest drains as well um, for the collapsed lung and to, 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 to help with the healing of that. So I was in, so I was on my back for over a week. Um, so yeah, everything was done for me. So I couldn't help myself. Um, I, every time I needed water, the nurses would have to come and uh, and give me water. They um, they would feed me breakfast, lunch, and dinner if I could eat. Um, but it's very hard to eat because well, I lost my two front teeth. Um, mm. They so they were shattered. Um, so there were, there were still remains of, of my two front teeth there. Um, but my but my lips, my face was swollen up. And it's very hard to to uh, to eat, um, mm. but um, but yeah, it was um, it was a traumatic time being in hospital. Um, but with everyone's help, um, um, I was discharged after 15 days. So um, they did say to me when I was laying in hospital, uh, speaking to the consultants, uh, I did ask them how long they thought well, how long they thought I would be in hospital for. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said two months, and my initial thought was, "Oh my gosh, that's a long time." And then I, uh, and then I realised that I'm laying there, can't do anything for myself, pretty broken. And I yeah. thought, two months, okay, then I'll take it. I'll take two months. Yeah. If, if, if it's going to take two months for me to get out of hospital, then then uh, then I just accepted it. And mm. uh, and uh, by by some amazing recovery. <laughs> <laughs> I managed to escape after 15 days. So, uh, so then, yeah. So uh, once I was discharged, um, where I live on my own, mm-hmm. and and I and I lived on my own before the accident, uh, where I couldn't do anything for myself. My sister and brother-in-law, they took me in. So I stayed with them um, while uh, while I carried on with my recovery. Um, so they uh, they fed me and uh, changed me. Uh, yeah, lots of stuff. <laughs> all, yeah. all, all the stuff that you take for granted. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, um, but um, uh, so when I left hospital, uh, I was in a back brace. Um, mm-hmm. for, for my back, I was in a moon boot for my ankle, and my arm and hand was uh in a um. Well, um, I had a splint for my wrist hand, and then I was in a sling as well. So, um, mm-hmm. lucky enough. Um, I didn't break both sides. Like both was on the left side, or like, mm-hmm. both on the right. So like it was on my right, it was my right leg, and then my and, and then my left upper limb. So so I could kind of balance. <laughs> so, uh, so so um, so yeah. So while in hospital, go um, I came back to hospital when I was in high dependency high dependency unit. Uh, two mm-hmm. physiotherapists uh, come to see me, and that was when they fitted my back brace on and they put a moon boot on for me and that was when I took my first steps. Yeah, there's uh 
those first steps are something they really really are something I can see exactly how you're feeling from what you're saying Um, and reflection as well those first steps are one of a kind yeah probably one of the hardest things I've done (laughs) (laughs) yep yeah so when I put a back brace on me uh, well they hadn't even put it on me so they set me up in bed um and I thought they put a back brace on me. But where I had been laying down for so long, I felt a weight of my whole body. Yeah. And it felt like I had like a 20 kilogram weight on me. And then I said, oh, cool, that's heavy. And they said, we're not, we're not, we're not even put it on yet. <laughs> so I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, uh, so once they did secure the back brace to me um, and put my moon boot on me, I only managed to stand up and take a two, one or two steps. And then I said, that's it. I can't, I can't do it anymore. So they sat me down in the chair and, um, I think I sat, they said, look, try and sit in a chair for as long as you can. And mm-hmm. it probably got to like 20, 30 minutes. I thought, cool. Oh, I, I can't do, do, do this anymore. So mm-hmm. it was pretty tired. I was sweating. It, it was probably all the morphine that, I, that they pumped me with. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, so, um, so I was pretty tired just from taking two steps and sitting in the chair. So, um, so yeah, I called the nurses. And they put me back in bed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there's loads of um, so there's loads of parts to the recovery from like taking my first steps um, to getting home. So the physiotherapist wouldn't let me leave. Um, oh yeah, so after I was moved from the, depend- the high dependency unit to the trauma ward, mm-hmm. um, that was when they decided to uh, to take my catheter out, and I could uh, mm-hmm. try and go to the bathroom on my own. So that took a couple of days before I could like like do that myself. But I still had to call the nurses to put a back brace on me, put a boot on me, so I could uh, make my uh, way to the uh, to the bathroom. Um, and then slowly, slowly, uh, each day I was getting stronger, taking more steps. Um, and they said to me, "Before you leave, because they knew that I was going to go and live with my sister and brother-in-law, mm-hmm. uh, that I had to do the steps." Um, so I managed, um, so they took me to the corridor, I walked down the corridor and they took me to some steps and I just said, so how do you want me to do it? Like to walk up the steps and come back down. And they said, however you want. So I managed to get up backwards. So, <laughs> so I go up the stairs, um, backwards, uh, my niece, uh, so like when I got home, I was doing the same and like my niece, oh, how can you walking like Michael Jackson? Up the stairs, I'm like, well, <laughs> this is the only way I can get up the stairs. And like at the time, she was only five. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, so I managed the stairs. Um, and then the day before that, they were going to discharge me. So they don't normally discharge people on the weekend. Um, and um, and it got to Friday, and I and I caught an infection. So uh, they had to keep me in, so they couldn't discharge me on Friday, which I thought they was going to. So I had to stay mm-hmm. another two days while uh, while while the infection cleared up. Um, and then on a Monday, I got the good news, and uh, they said we're discharging you. So uh, so yeah, so it took them a while to write up the discharge note because it was so long. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, and then write out my prescription with the longest drugs that they gave me to go home with. <laughs> <laughs> so uh so finally um i got home so so mm-hmm. my two sisters and my brother and my other brother-in-law so i've got a big family so uh i had a lot of help a lot of support so they yeah. came to pick me up in the evening uh managed to get home and 
And yeah, so my family were, were there waiting for me. Mm-hmm. Of course, they were just extremely grateful to, I mean, to see you there. Yeah. So yeah, so that was my first uh, my first night home. Um, so mm-hmm. I got to bed, but I mm-hmm. don't know if you remember, but that August it was really hot. <laughs> so yes. Uh, so, uh, so, um, so yeah, well yeah, it was two years ago. So maybe you do, maybe you don't. But um, it was really hot. So I was laying in bed, um, and it was like a furnace. So I'm like, oh yeah. my gosh. <laughs> so all I had was a, like um, a bed gown on. Um, and yeah. I was just laying there and it was sweating. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, maybe I should go back to hospital. Could have got aircon there, but <laughs> but no, I would uh, I would take being home over being in hospital. But um, yeah, but yeah, so that was um, me getting home, and then first day getting help, getting out of bed, and then I thought, um, so got myself downstairs well with help obviously <laughs> i got myself downstairs so so um when i left hospital they said that i had to have my back brace on where i went for like 12 weeks and have my moon boot on until they could tell me that i could take it off um so that day um yeah got downstairs had breakfast and i thought okay i'm not going to sit around mm-hmm. um i'm going to try and uh walk walk um so mm-hmm. so like the back brace was still on me so the back brace stayed on me all day every day until i went to sleep and then the moon boot had to be put on me if i wanted to walk around so every time i was getting up and down i was getting help mm-hmm. um, so so yeah so i uh at first i started my recovery with just walking around the garden mm-hmm. um uh, so i've done that maybe two three times a day and then i creased a little bit more and then i ventured out outside to the front uh so when my sister lives um and there's like a pathway where where i could do laps so i was doing laps so i got actually time on myself and uh and uh you know trying to beat my uh time <laughs> on how many laps i can do so i actually got got it all on strava and like people couldn't <laughs> believe that i was actually walking <laughs> yeah. and doing yeah. all the laps and uh, like building up uh, building up the laps and trying to get faster mm-hmm. but like, there's only so much I could do and uh, yeah. how fast I could go until like the real physio started um, so, the, so the real physio didn't start until I um, I went for a checkup for my ankle and they said it was that it healed I could start weight bearing Mm-hmm. And that was when they, um, that, um, but I still had to have, have the moon boot on um, to do stuff. Uh, but um, they said I could take that off, and then I was signed up for physiotherapy with the NHS, uh, mm-hmm. which I've done via video, uh, which was quite tough um, yeah. because it's hard to engage and the fit for and for the physiotherapist to know what pain I'm in mm-hmm. um, and what I can and can't do, but. They done the best they can because it was COVID, mm-hmm. so so there was no face to face physio. So so um, so yes, so I done physio with the NHS, um, and then so that, that there was countless uh, appointments I had to go to for, for, <laughs> for um, oh so I kind of that, that was, I forgot to say so I damaged my radial nerve when 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 it happened. So 
I couldn't, so I lost the, well, kind of lost the use of my, of my hand and wrist. Mm -hmm. um, so I started with hand throw, hand therapy as well. So that probably started three mm -hmm. weeks after I was discharged from hospital. So that was happening every uh, three weeks, and then, and then, I, and and then as they could see improvements, um, um, it was every like six weeks going back uh, um, and just trying to get movement back in, back mm -hmm. into my wrist and hand and uh, building up strength and that as well. Um, so once once I had my back brace off, I could take my back brace off. So I think I had an appointment, um, a video call. Uh, one of consultants um, mm -hmm. so it was quite hard to get appointments on NHS um, mm -hmm. because uh, yeah I won't go into it too much but um, <laughs> I had to go private um, to mm -hmm. see the consultants which I was going to see on the NHS um, so so I managed to get all the appointments with the consultants which I was meant to see on, on, on the NHS privately um, so I had a zoom call um, for my back um, uh, so I had a Zoom call then. Um, the consultant said that he needed a recent X-ray. So I had a recent X-ray done uh, after that consultation, and then a week later, he examined the X-ray and said, "Yeah, you can start taking your back brace off um, um, gradually over like the two weeks." So each day I was wearing it less and less, so like an hour less every day, yeah. until like the two weeks, two weeks was up. Um, so that was when I was put in contact with um, a private physiotherapist. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe I can mention her name because she really helped. Yeah. <laughs> her, name, her name's Lisa. And uh, she assessed me and started me on my road to recovery with all the different exercises mm -hmm. I was doing. Um, so she gave me a plan. I followed a plan. I was doing physio three times a day, every day, without fail. Yeah. Uh, morning, afternoon, and evening, uh, mm -hmm. just to uh, because I just wanted to get better, just want to get myself strong again. Um, and then six weeks after seeing her, she told me that she couldn't see me anymore. Um, well, um, I nearly cried <laughs> because she because she was absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, so uh, she told me that uh, she had to go on maternity leave. So. That was great. <laughs> she was, uh, was going to go have a baby, and because of COVID, uh, she couldn't work anymore face to face. Um, so, so yeah. So I asked her for some recommendations, uh, maybe closer to home, like uh, closer to Romford area. And then um, she gave me two two recommendations uh, for the Essex area, and um, and then the Lewin Clinic came up, <laughs> and that was when. Uh, um, so so that was when I. Um, Saw Colin Lewin at the Lewin Clinic, and I think it was uh, it was shocked to see the state that I was in because Lisa gave him a great handover, and there was a list of injuries which he had to work with. <laughs> uh, so that so that started in um, the beginning of January uh, twenty twenty one. Um, so um, so Colin assessed me, he gave me a plan, and um, and then yeah. I carried on doing all the exercises that he gave me. I was doing gym work when I was at um, when I was at the clinic, so I would see him every week on a Monday um, without yeah yeah without any breaks. Maybe when he was doing soccer aid, I think he was away for a week <laughs> or so. So 
So like um, he gave so like he gave me a week off, which was nice. <laughs> but I was still doing physio at home. So uh, so uh, but um, but yeah. So like uh, what? So when I went went into clinic, they mm-hmm. they had a nice gym there which I could use, which yeah. was great. Um, and then um, yeah. So so I carried on seeing um, uh, Colin uh, for about a year, I guess, because I think he discharged me around December time. Or I might have had one more appointment, like follow up appointment in um, yeah. in January uh, this year, if I can recall. But but yeah, with all this help and support, um, it it got me to where I am. So yeah. uh, while I was doing all the recovery and all the physio, I managed to do a five k run, which I never thought I'd do. So mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, that was amazing to do. But I'm not done one since. <laughs> 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 I proved to myself that I could do it. And I thought, okay, I, I can do it now. Let's just concentrate on getting uh, getting strong again. So I'm not 100%, um, but um, life is getting back to normal mostly. But there's a lot of things that I still can't do, like physical things that I used to enjoy doing, like Tough Mudder. <laughs> um, I saw the t-shirt. <laughs> um, and like paintballing, go-karting. So anything which is too physical, not even swinging a golf club. I can't even do that yet, even, even though that's not physical. But it, it's it's uh, it's impact on my arm. So uh, so I think it's going to take a while longer um, before I fully recover. If I fully recover, I don't know. But I'm just going to take it as it comes and just uh, see what happens. So I'm positive. Stay positive and uh, just just uh, carry on. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. That's the thing. I think it's incredible your your sheer determination throughout the whole thing. Um, first of all, physio three times a day. Oh, yeah. I have to applaud you because I can't imagine. I mean, some people might be doing physio three times a day, but I can't imagine a lot. <laughs> yeah, it was tiring. Like looking back now, I'm like thinking, how did I even do that? Because I'll go down the gym once, like once a day, and I'm back, and I'm like, oh my gosh. But then, but then, but then I won't. But th- but that was all I was doing. So like, I was off work for like over a year. So I thought, while I've got this time off, I'm just going to use it to 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 to, to recover. Because until I go back to work, and like now, work's kind of slowed down. The kind of recovery because it's because everyone has to work, right? <laughs> I'm yeah. going to be off forever. Um, but I'm still I'm 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 still getting down to gym um, three three four five times a week. Um, but some weeks I take off, or if you get ill, then yeah, you, you, you kind of mm-hmm. knock your back a little bit. But um, recently, well, the last the last couple of weeks has been has been good. <laughs> I've been able to get down to the gym a lot more than 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 the new yeah. hill, which is good. Yeah. Do you find that that obviously doing your physio so much and intensely during your kind of your early stages of your recovery, do you find that that helped you obviously physically a hundred percent, but yeah. do you think it helped you mentally just get through what was going on at that time? Yes, it did. It did indeed. Um, well, it kind of helped me block everything out. Um, yeah. cause I didn't have therapy until like a year, a year after the accident. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, so I found myself breaking down a lot more. Um, so mm-hmm. that's when I had to ask for help. Yeah. Yeah. So I got help uh, back in July. Uh, done some mm-hmm. EMD, EMDR therapy, which helped a lot to process the trauma uh, from the accident, from being in hospital. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to speak about. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah. it's hard to speak about. Of course. Um, I think that's uh, asking for help is one of the bravest and the strongest things to do. I personally think because asking for help. It's a scary thing to do. So to take that step, and, and, and not yeah. a lot of people like to do it in whatever their circumstances are. So to just take that step and go, to even realize you needed help yeah. and just to go, okay, I'm, I'm going to get the help now. I think it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's amazing. It's an amazing thing to be able to do. Yeah. Yeah. And recently it's happened again. So I started, yeah. um, so started therapy again. So I had my first session yesterday, uh, which went mm-hmm. well. So. Hopefully that continues to yeah. help me get better. <laughs> yeah, of yeah. course, but I guess that's the thing, isn't it? It's it's the roller coaster, and um, yes, you know, obviously you had therapy, you know, when it when it was when you first started it, and you're you're in therapy again, but that's yeah. that's okay. Yeah, because things can happen, and like things can be triggers. Um, yeah. So like, um, yeah, so after a year, I got therapy, and that helps, and then another year. Or so later, I need a therapy again. So I might need therapy in like a well. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> so <they're there. laughs> um, but you never know. I, I could need therapy again down the line, five years, ten years. Like things just yeah. trigger it off. Um, but at the moment, I seem to be in an okay position. <laughs> yeah. So like life is getting back to normal. But yeah, like like we've all. Done. Yes, it did help mentally, and 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 uh, and uh, and, I've, I'm, and I think um, if if people do go through something similar, they should just listen to everyone, like all the professionals <laughs> anyway, or listen to me because I could tell them that <laughs> they should listen to the professionals and uh, just uh, <laughs> just get up and just just do what you're told um, and just follow the instructions because some people don't like to follow instructions and. Uh, and some people think physio is just going to physio for that session, um, but they forget mm. that they need to do the physio outside of them sessions. Like I was yeah. doing it like three times a day. Um, if people were that dedicated, or even, even if they'd done it once a day, their recovery would be so much better, so much faster, yeah. I think. Because if it, because I know a lot of people go, oh yeah, I've got physio. I'm like, so um, so what you do after physio? So, so what you do on the other days? Nothing. I'm like, what? <laughs> You're going to be doing the same exercises or, or like same things that you've been told to do while you're doing them for them sessions. I'm like, oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's from experience and, um, and, um, I've had a lot of experience <laughs> of, yeah. of, 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 of recovering. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I think if I can inspire people to, to, to help themselves and, and as you say, like asking for help is a is a big thing because, like before this, I don't ask for anything. Um, yeah. So, yeah, asking for help yeah. <laughs> is okay. Yeah, it's 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 of course it's okay, and I think it's changed. You know, we we actually spoke obviously before this, you and I, and um, it's changed your whole your whole way of life in a way obviously physically yes but it has changed your whole way of life what's happened to you hasn't it yes yes no it has indeed it's just an like outlook on life like like before the accident i love life and uh and uh and i enjoy everything and do everything that i can but like it even more so now you know yeah 
Yeah. It's amazing the kind of gratitude that you can get from something that you've been through because you become, I'm sure you did as well as I have with what I went through. You become so grateful for the smallest of things that you were probably grateful for before, of course, but now there's just a different level of gratitude. Yeah. Yeah. Even, even to help myself to get like a glass of water. So like, like, like before I would have to ask, or family member to, to yeah. fill up my water bottle because I couldn't even unscrew the yeah. lid to, to, to fill it up. And, uh, and yeah, of course I can do that now. Um, but <laughs> but it took a while. It took a while. So, like, every yeah. time I need water, I'll be asking, oh, can you fill up my bottle? And, like, I, yeah. yeah. And, like, as I said before, never used to ask for anything. And then, yeah, yeah. I had to ask for everything. Yeah. <laughs> and even to, like, shower and wash and stuff like that. I didn't have a shower for, um, <laughs> I don't want to say. Uh, oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't shower for, um, for like a while because I have so many scars mm. and, uh, yeah. and I was like bandaged up. So I didn't say uh, before, but I always, so after the accident, the district nurses were coming to see me twice a week to redress all my wounds, um, redress my wounds and, uh, um, and there were some scars and, and some wounds that weren't healing, and, um, and like some of them took forever. So, so one on my upper arm here, um, and then my ankle. So my ankle was stitched up, um, and then like the stitches came out, um, and then it, it kind of seemed like it was healing up, but then, yeah. but then the uh, scab started falling off, and then it just merged into one big wound, and then opened back up. Um, so that kind of took um so that that took until like um may last year to oh no april may last year to 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 kind of fill up but i had to go see some specialists for that um so so yeah (laughs) but um but yeah it it just uh um so like the nurses was was coming around to me um twice a week and um for like um for how many months I can't do the math right now, maybe nine months, <laughs> <laughs> nine yeah. months, but so that's the kind of help I, I needed. And, uh, and yeah. um, like even my, even though my sister is lovely and, and like, she's like a first aider and like, she, she was doing everything for me really. Yeah. Um, and, um, and like, and like she was trying to dress the wounds as well. Um, sometimes the district nurses just didn't come because yeah. they, may have forgot about me <laughs> but you know it happens that like can I get busy or like they're short staff we're we, we just fine um my sister was there to help us as well um but, but yeah like like um there were so many people that I've met along the way that that, 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 that have helped and all of them mm-hmm. have been amazing you know from the people that picked me up on the roadside to being in hospital the district nurses even um, my GP the nurses there yeah. when I managed to get to the to my GP, um, it was a while before I could go and see him because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because, um, and then, then all the different consultants, physiotherapists, hand therapists, um, um, yeah, oh, it's, 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 so even though something bad happened to me, I've met a lot of amazing people. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's one of the most interesting things is you can meet some of the most amazing people after some of the worst things that have ever happened to you. Yeah. And yeah. I find that actually beautiful and incredibly fascinating. Yeah. And like, um, and like, um, with Teresa, like who, who was first on the scene, who, 
who's my hero. Yeah. I actually met with her for lunch on on uh, Saturday, which was lovely. So so I've kept in contact with her. She's yeah. like, uh, well, she's part of my family now. <laughs> <laughs> she's part of my family. Um, there's a guy called Frank who who works yeah. at, who works at London London London's Air Ambulance. Um, mm-hmm. I've kept in contact with him. I actually went to uh, the helipad. Uh, when did I go? Not maybe August time. I think I went to to to. to 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 the helipad at the Royal London, so I managed to get up there, but the helicopter was on a mission, so I didn't get to meet um, um, the crew at the time. But, mm-hmm. but I was surprised by um, I was surprised by one of the um, consultants doctors who was actually at the scene, who mm-hmm. who took my op- who who kind of took down and uh, noted down all my op- all my injuries mm-hmm. and so so like it was lovely to see her, and give her a, a big hug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that was the first time I see Frank since 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 uh, being tish, discharged from hospital as well. And like he was amazed to see how how well I was doing because when I left hospital, as I said, I was in a back brace, a moon boot, um, um, a sling, and my face was in pieces. Um, yeah. And yeah, I was yeah, <laughs> I was in a pretty yeah. bad way. But um, but like but like but like for me to turn up up there with a load of donuts to give a tip. At all of them. I think they were. Um, I think they were pleased with them, <laughs> which is uh, which is nice. But yeah, yeah, there's so much I could tell you <laughs> about like the recovery, but um, I don't know if there's enough time. But yeah, just there's different stages of it. It's just um, yeah, yeah, you get ups and downs. Uh, I'm doing I'm doing a lot better than I was say two years ago, even a year ago. Mm. Massive improvements. Uh, so yeah, back on my feet. And doing what and, and life is getting back to normal yeah how do you how do you find then that obviously you said there's a few things that you haven't been able to do that you love to do before paintballing yeah. and even golf, for instance yeah. so the things how have you found kind of adjusting to not being able to do what you used to be able to do before how do you find that has kind of made you feel recently um it's upsetting at times because yeah. If people try, well, like organise to do something physical, I normally have to decline and um, think of other mm-hmm. things that I can do, and um, um, and let them know that I can't do that. Or mm-hmm. like, or like, I would turn up. So, for example, uh, two weeks ago, um, I had a primary school reunion, um, mm-hmm. and a guy that organised it um, organised a baseball batting cage um, mm-hmm. over at Westfield. Um, I didn't tell him that I couldn't do it. I just wanted to turn up and see everyone, and then when I turned yeah. up and said, "Look, I can't actually like like partake in this," and he turned around and said, "Oh, just send me a list of things you can do." So, uh, so, so, uh, so, I still haven't sent him the list, but I will send him a list <laughs> of like things I can do, like flight clubs, maybe I can do bowling, just just like stuff that yeah. is too physical. And he said, "Look, we'll work around you on." So, so that's nice, you know. Um, yeah. So, for the things I can't do just yet. Hopefully, in in a year or two, I can do them. But um, yeah, it's just finding other things to do. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. But what I find, you know, especially interesting is when you were talking about, you know, getting a glass of water. You know, you're able to get a glass of water now for the first time, or not for the first time. So yeah. you're able to get a glass of water now on your own. But you know, you couldn't at some point. No. And I think that's what is that's one of the hardest things about going through, you know, particularly a physical injury is 
the independence that is just completely stripped from you. Yeah. You know, there's what one day you are could be the most independent person in the world, yeah. and the next day you you can't get a glass of water on your own, and that's mentally it's an incredible challenge. Yeah, I find it very hard uh, having yeah. to ask for help for everything. Even being yeah. uh, like even being in high school, I think where I was so thirsty, I was asking yeah. for water every so often, and and like the nurse, I think the nurse was so busy, and they said. On, can you stop asking for so much water? <laughs> I need water. <laughs> but um, but yeah, they they um, my sisters had a word and they bring me water. <laughs> I think three of my sisters phoned up at like, different times and like asked them why they wouldn't bring me water. But I know they were stretched and everything, but yeah. I couldn't do it myself. And like if I yeah. could, I, I, I would have. And like I wanted to get out yeah. of the hospital. And like um, I said, look, like just to charge me. Um, um, whenever I'm ready, because um, as I said, they kind of kept me on um, for like um, a further two days, yeah. and, and and I said like maybe this bed can be given to someone else, and you can discharge me. They said no, you can. Stay. Um, we want you to stay as long as uh, you need to. So oh, I thought like, okay, then fine. Um, but yeah, yeah, just just being able to do stuff for myself now, uh, like housework, changing like changing bed sheets, which I couldn't do before. Mm. So w- when I did move home. My sisters were still coming around and doing all the cleaning and stuff for me, which was great. <laughs> um, but it was sad because I couldn't do it myself. But as, yeah. as, as as time went on and I was getting stronger, I was able to do stuff for myself. So they don't come around and clean anymore, which is a shame. <laughs> 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 but but um, but yeah, uh, us. Well, yeah, I, 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 um, we're, I we have a lot, um, a big family, a lot of friends. So yeah, I um, I got a lot of support, a lot of help, which was great. Yeah. Even yeah. like like they they made me little books, cards, and uh, it was it, it it was nice, but it was bad because I was in such a bad way. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, um, there's a lot of love out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which helps. Yeah, yeah. There definitely there is a lot of love out there, and I think people people should see that there is more. You know, they people should see that there is a lot more love because I think it's something that people don't realize, but. There is a lot of love out in the world and people want to help you. Yeah. Um, your nearest, your dearest, even people that aren't even close to you, they still want to, they want to give you love and they want to help. Yeah, because I was surprised with, like, the people that were reaching out I haven't spoken to for years and so on, yeah. just to make sure I was all right. I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was, like, um, it's amazing. So as it was COVID times, like, I did have, um, so done yeah. it, like, COVID, like, uh, I don't know, COVID safe, so like uh, people would come and see me in a garden. So my sister and brother-in-law, they <laughs> like a like a marquee. So so like people come and yeah. see me during the day. Um, but I think there was one day where I had like three visitors, and uh, and they could see it was too much for me. So I said, oh, I'm, I did one visit a day. So for like uh, <laughs> for like the first month, month and a half, I had a visitor like nearly every day, <laughs> which was lovely. <laughs> But tiring at the same time, but it helped me yeah. through. You know, um, 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 it was lovely to see everyone. Um, yeah, but yeah, so yeah, I, I, I guess having friends and family to help you, it helps you yeah. push through as well, and makes Definitely. recovery not easier, but <laughs> something to uh, do because I don't want to let anyone down either. So yeah, that's why I continue. Yeah, but that's where it's that's really interesting because you 
you didn't want to let anyone else down, but you were the one that was going through it. Um, and it's a really interesting headspace to to think that you don't want to let others down. And it's it's, it's interesting because I know that's what people do and people think it's, it's you're the one that's going through it. Yeah. So the only person you're technically going to let down is you, not that you're going to, but yeah. that, that's it. You're not going to let anyone else down when you're going through what you're going through. But I guess it's you, you do want to, you want to prove to yourself, but I think by proving to yourself is also by proving to others, look what you have, you're capable of doing yeah. and look how far you're capable of getting and going and yeah, yeah, no, things like that. Yeah, hundred percent agree because um, there were times I wanted to give up, but I didn't. And uh, probably a good thing that I did stay with my uh, brother, uh, my sister yeah. and brother-in-law, because if I was sitting on my <laughs> bum doing nothing <laughs> and not doing anything, yeah. you know, they, 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 well, they wouldn't question me, but um, I wanted to show them that I was doing this video because yeah. they put me up for so long, so fed me, <laughs> looked after me. Um, so if I was at home, it could have been different because I could have just sat down and lazy and yeah. not and not done piso three times a day or like even once a day. I, I, I'm gonna just like sit around doing nothing and just uh, just go mm-hmm. to my physio sessions every week and uh, wouldn't be no improvements. And Colin would have been very disappointed with that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but week on week, I was um, I was turning up, I was turning up and uh, and you know, like improving. Um, yeah. Uh, week on week, and then it'd be month on month. Um, um, but yeah, it, 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 um, yeah. <laughs> I think I think something that's really interesting as well is, you know, you, obviously because you were living with your sister, so you wanted to prove to them, you know, just the, the small things. And I think maybe this goes for anybody that is living on their own, because you said if you were living on your own, how different things could have been. And I think maybe for people that are living on their own or feel like they don't have as big a support or a network... I think a, a really interesting thing to do is if there's like one one goal of the day or one goal of the week, so say there was a physical goal of you had to do a certain exercise or one physio session and to make you motivate yourself is it's one of those things where if you tell someone you're going to do it, even if they're not physically with you and you, they don't live with you, even if it's just a text message, yeah. you say, I'm going to do X by X. Yeah. And that that is motivation that you have you have to put out there because you've now got the pressure not just from you but to prove to that other person. So it, it's it's a really interesting thing because yeah, you might not be living with the people, but just send them a text message yeah. and just say I'm going to do this session by this date. And then there's already that pressure of you of wanting to do it to to prove that you can do it. Yeah, no, I I agree with that because if I say to someone I'm going to go to the gym or or, yeah. or I'm going, or like I'm going to go for a run. I have to do that because I said yeah. to someone that I, that cause I'm going to do it. So if I don't do it, I'm going to let them down, yeah. and, and then I'm going to let myself mm-hmm. down. Um, you're just yeah. helping, you're just holding yourself accountable for 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 yeah for for it. And um and um like when you said for people living alone, I don't know how they would have survived because I wouldn't have. I don't yeah. think. But I guess that's the thing is you have and you, you know, look how far you've come. And I think that's that's something that we spoke about previously is is to go from the place that you were in and everything that happened to you to see how far you've come. You even ran a 5K. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> you know yeah. 
yeah from, just to, yeah. to see where you've got yourself yeah from, from all the injuries to where I am now is uh, pretty amazing <laughs> pretty amazing recovery that I've, that, that, that I've, that I've done some some people yeah. may have not done as well uh, maybe I was yeah. a lucky one well I think they saved me anyway because like I think I was a goner <laughs> I was definitely a yeah. goner um uh, been stuck in that car and uh, after the yeah. first operation someone was keeping me here <laughs> yeah well yeah they were keeping you here and you know you've got a lot more of life to live that's the that's yeah, the most important definitely, thing definitely yeah. yeah still i still need to find my find my purpose i've not found it yet <laughs> but i'm sure i will <laughs> Sure yeah, you know what? It will come. You know what? Because we obviously we spoke about this previously yeah. as well. Is it will come? It will come when it yeah. comes. Yeah, I won't look for it when it happens. Yeah. It will happen, and then I'll just realise, and I'll like, okay, that's why I was kept here <laughs> <laughs> to help. Other Give people. me a call. I, I want to know when you have the moment. Give oh, me a call. <laughs> I'll, 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 I will let you know. I'll let everyone know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Once that. Uh, once I find my calling. <laughs> yeah. you know oh, you know um but yeah yeah it will come when it comes and did you have a you kind of did you have that glimmer of hope moment was there a turning point where you saw hope again hope I think it was when I actually moved back home yeah um so getting my independence back mm-hmm. um and then I was able to so there's a gym down the road from me, which I which I was using every day. Um, so I'll be busy at home. So when the gym opened, um, I was going down there every day to do my physio. So I was actually walking to the gym, doing my sessions. Some people would ask me questions. Um, oh my gosh, what happened to you? Um, and <laughs> some people would compliment me as well. So of course, you 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 really improved since 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 I first see you down here and like these are just random people that I've never spoken to or not seen before and I'm like oh wow people actually notice um and and yeah. and, and and can see that I'm putting the effort in and they can see improvements of of of, of like when they first see mm-hmm. me and what I was doing down there and I'm like oh wow so yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, 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 I'm uh well yeah I'm uh I'm making I was making good progress. Uh, but yeah, I think the turning point was um, so up until I think what was the hardest part was I think it was the beginning of last year, so January mm-hmm. until probably when I moved home was probably a, pr- a pretty tough time because it was really slow, uh, really slow, and like even though I was doing all the physio and everything, uh, time just slowed down, and then I thought, yeah. um, but once I got home. Time just started speeding up back up because I was doing more <laughs> stuff for myself. Um, yeah. And then, and then, uh, and then last year September, I started my phase return back to work. Um, mm-hmm. I was only doing two hours a day, twice a week, and that was tiring. Um, but from there, kind of built up the hours, built up the days, and then uh, last. Uh, when did I go full time? Probably January. Yeah, mm-hmm. end of January this year. So, um, so yeah, so I'm back to work full time. But it took about four months for for the phase return from like two hours a day, twice a week, and to full time. But yeah, but now I'm back at work. Yeah, time does fly. What once you've got more things to think about and <laughs> and do. But yeah, it's uh, and how are you? 
I know you've briefly touched upon it, but how are you doing now with everything? Um, physically, I'm doing okay. Not 100% recovered, mm-hmm. but because um, the nerve is still recovering. And yeah. uh, when I was in hospital, they said to me, yeah, it'd be um, six weeks. I oh, know, no, six months to six to nine mm-hmm. months before uh, before you recover. And I'm like six to nine months. And six to nine months came and I'm like, nothing's nothing's changed yeah. nothing's improved so is that when recovery starts so i think mm-hmm. it was when recovery was was starting because um mm-hmm. um yeah because my uh, yeah because i couldn't use my hand or my arm properly um until well i couldn't move it at all for for for, for a long while um but um but yes um but physically I, i'm i'm doing so much better in my head mm-hmm. my mental health state is uh i'm okay so that's why I've started um, therapy because I break down a lot. Speak about it, like right now. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's fine. Yeah. We all break down. <laughs> we all break down. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. We all break down. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, I'm getting help for that. Um, but it, 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 it's probably due to the civil case, um, um, which has brought back the memories, the emotions. So yeah. Need to get help, <laughs> which I am doing. Yeah, I think something really important is that people need to, and I can, I know you know this, but I think people need to realize that it's so okay to cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, definitely, it is okay to cry. We're not on camera. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I think I broke down so many times, probably in the last month. Um, I'm trying to just hold back the tears. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, yeah, it is okay to cry. Like, any, yeah. like anyone listening in, anyone watching, it's fine. It's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it it is. It is. It's okay. And you know what? It's okay to. It's okay to do it anywhere. Yeah. It's okay to. Yeah, it is okay to cry anywhere. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Um, it is. It is. If you need to, it helps. I think. Oh, I think it helps. Yeah. Sometimes you just need a good cry. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just need a good cry. It doesn't matter where you are or who you're with. As the people will understand, even the strangers around you will understand. Because they'll look at you and they'll think, "Okay, something's happening. Something's going on." And they might come over and ask if you need a shoulder, or they won't. But it's it's really important that. People need to know that it is so okay. Um, yeah, I tell myself that. <laughs> I, tell myself, <laughs> I, tell, I tell myself that. But I've been in so many tears, so many breakdowns. I'm thinking, I've had enough of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it is, it, is, it, is, it is okay to cry. Um, yeah, wherever, course. whenever, it doesn't matter. And don't care what anyone else thinks. Like, mm-hmm. um, you be yourself. And, uh, and, yeah. Uh, no one knows what, what you've gone through. Nope. Nobody knows what you're going through. Nobody knows what you've gone through. No one knows what's going on inside your head. No one even knows what's going on physically. Because you could have, you know, you could have everything covered, all your clothes covered, and nobody nobody can see. So that's why you should never judge anyone for anything with any any story because you have no idea what they're going through. No idea. No. And a lot of people won't even tell you what they're going through and they won't even be honest. Uh, it's not about not being honest, sorry. They won't, they won't want to tell you. No. So 
if some if people if people look like they're doing okay or they say yeah I'm doing okay just that's fine if that's what how they want to say it that's how they want to say it yeah no because like you could see me down like you could see me in the street and you would think like nothing wrong with me um because I kind of look normal (laughs) when I've covered up with clothes on and stuff and you can't see none of my scars but I've still got like scars on my hands and my wrist that you can see uh, in my hands. So people can still see them scars and they probably think I've got some kind of disease, but it's all right. I, don't, I, don't, I actually don't care what people think. Well, try not to care what, what people think. But if they ask me a yeah. question and and if I feel like telling them, I'll, I'll tell them and share my story, but they won't believe it. <laughs> <It's a miracle. laughs> I think it is, it, is, it is a miracle that I'm here still, you know, to tell my story um, because other people wouldn't survive or they wouldn't have recovered as well. So maybe I saved a life because it could have been someone else. It could have been someone else who got hit by that car, by that driver, and they may not survive, you know? So so that's another way for me to look at it is that I could have, yeah. I, I may have saved someone else's life um, yeah. but, um, because I'm still here. <laughs> yeah. I'm still here. It could have been someone else, but it wasn't. And it was me, sadly. <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> Hope, well, I've come out stronger and I will be stronger physically one day. Not right now, but I'm working on it. Working on it. Yeah. And mentally. Yeah. Well, even though I've got tears in my eyes now, but yeah. But you know, it might not have just been this person's life that you might have saved that might have got hit by the car. Just people listening to this, you don't know just from your story and what you're sharing now and what you're talking about now. You don't know what life you're going to touch somewhere over the world. Um, Very true. And if there's somebody listening to this right now, and and that is that person, then that's that's another person. Yeah. That yeah. So. You, yeah. Yeah. As, as well, the reason I'm talking to you is because I've got back up. So, like <laughs> uh, anyone going through bad times, tough times, there's always a way through. You just uh, mm-hmm. you just you just need to find that way or or get help to find that way because mm-hmm. there's help out there. Uh, you just need to seek it and, uh, and it's okay to ask for help as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's okay to cry. It's okay to ask for mm-hmm. help. Um, that's the message I, I, I think people should know because I never used to ask for anything and like now I ask for everything. <laughs> <laughs> if you're offering it, I'm taking it. Normally I'm like, no, 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 no. But on, but I can do this for you. I'm like, okay, then fine. Uh, <laughs> I'll take it, uh, but yeah, I think I've cashed in all my chips now. So there's <laughs> like after like, the last two years or so, um, I've cashed in all my chips. Um, so there's no more help I can ask for. So is that the piece of advice that you would give to somebody? Um, yeah, is that like even though so my life was turned upside down. So mm-hmm. I was up, I was up here, like. Like life before the accident, I was on top of the world it, because nothing stopping me. Life was great, family, friends, family. I had my health. I was breathing. I was walking. I could do the sports and activities that I wanted to do. And then in a split second, everything's taken away from you. So if I can do it, <laughs> from uh, um, yeah. So everything was taken away from me, and I've got most of it all back. You know, so. Um, yeah, you can be at your lowest, but it's always turning it around, and that's what I've done. Mm-hmm. 
ask for help because mm-hmm. you're gonna need it. <laughs> well, I did. Mm-hmm. I did. <laughs> I definitely needed it because if I didn't ask for help and then, and if I didn't get help, I I could be on the streets. You know, I could have lost mm-hmm. my job, could have lost my flat, and that's how. And like that's another reason how people turn homeless because they don't have that support and help. Yeah, and that could have been me, but it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't, and it's not you. And that is the thing: is you, yes, you asked for help, but you have turned your life turned around, you know, completely when you had the accident. But you've now turned it around again. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's hard work, which is beautiful. Yeah, it's hard work. Like nothing's easy in life. Because like, if 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 life was easy, we wouldn't be here. Everyone would be happy mm-hmm. all the time. But you know, like um, I was really low. Um, yeah. I'm getting back. <laughs> not, uh, not to where I am yet, but yeah, I'm getting there. But, but yeah. yeah, you know, you 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 got to persevere. You got to be positive. It's easy. It's easy to say be positive. Everyone was telling me be positive, be positive. <laughs> I'm like, there's only so much positive I can do right now. <laughs> I didn't tell them that. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't say that to people. But you know, in my head, I'm like. <laughs> I know, but if you knew that what I was going through, because no one will ever live through what I have, you know. Yeah. Everyone has their own story, um, and everyone deals with things differently. But yeah. It, it, but it is important to stay positive, like uh, to make sure that your mental health is in a good state. Um, so, so I was being positive. If I wasn't positive, it, and if I didn't have positive thoughts, I would have recovered as well. Because yeah. my thoughts were like, yes, I'm gonna get movement back in my hand, gonna get my, uh, gonna get movement back in my wrist. I can, mm-hmm. um, so, so yeah, and I'm gonna walk again. Uh, my back is yeah. gonna be fine. My ankle's gonna be fine. Um, yeah, there was a lot of injuries <laughs> to go through, <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, um, but yeah, you know, I've, I've I've kind of won the lottery. I said to myself, or like. I spoke to the universe, as people do. I said, look, if you give movement back in my hand and arm, I've won the lottery. So even though I played a lottery, I've still not won. But deep down, I've won, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, um, so people can get back up from, 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 from uh, being at a very low point. It can be physically, mentally. Um, so... Yeah, it is possible to to, 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 to turn to turn to turn your life back around from um, well, to me it was nothing. Everything was taken away. And I've got it all back mm-hmm. mostly. <laughs> mostly. Mostly. Yeah. I mean you have it back and you, you do have a big smile on your face. At times. Even during the tears. <laughs> yeah. You gotta smile. You gotta smile, you know, like and like I know bad things happen and like I've been through a lot. Stay positive, and, uh, and like, yeah, people can come come back from a yeah. bad place where I was, and I'm in a better place, yeah. better place, yeah. much better place. Yeah, and I think it's really important to know and to remember and to realize that it's a climb and it's a journey, and it's not going to happen overnight, and it's not going to happen in a week. Yeah. Really. It might it be a time. I mean, who knows? Someone could in a week, who knows? But it's a journey and you have to get ready for the journey. But it's a journey and it's it's a tough climb, but you can do it. Yeah, could you mention that? 
about um, you, it can't things can't be done overnight. So um, when I went to my dentist, <laughs> when I went to my dentist, he could not believe what happened to me. Um, but all I wanted for Christmas, <laughs> all I wanted for Christmas <laughs> that year was my teeth extracted and new teeth put back in, so I could eat Christmas dinner. Mm-hmm. And when I spoke to him and he went through the list of procedures that I needed to go through, mm-hmm. um, I had my teeth sorted out. Mm-hmm. It was the longest list, the longest list ever, and I nearly cried. I actually nearly cried because it was, mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah. But because it was the longest list yes, ever. Yes, it was the longest <laughs> list ever, and I thought. I'm not going to have no tea for Christmas. And I didn't have tea for Christmas. So um, they were actually extracted two weeks before Christmas. Um, Mm -hmm. And I had a bone graft in there. So I was, uh, Mm -hmm. so I had a massive gap in my teeth until they put a temporary bridge in. So so it took over six months um, from seeing my dentist and having the implants and crowns Mm -hmm. put on. um, It was such a long procedure. And, And there's me thinking, okay, I can get into a dentist chair now. Because uh, <laughs> the back brace came off, I'm thinking, yes, I'm going to book an appointment to see my dentist, and he's going to sort my teeth out, and I'm going to eat Christmas dinner. But it never <laughs> happened. And, and only, um, um, yeah, it was June last, yeah, June last year mm-hmm. when I finally had the crowns put on, fitted to the implants. I actually mm-hmm. went... Um, Five guys, well, Frank, yeah, five guys first because I wanted to bite into a burger. <laughs> um, I had a burger and then I went to Frank, was it Franco Manco and, 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 and had a pizza and then, um, and then, and then I had, uh, what did I have for dinner? Steak. <laughs> 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 and that was all in the space of a few hours. <laughs> as soon as I got the crown spitted, it was, it, it was amazing. Like, even, yeah. even now, they don't feel like my teeth, but, they're there yeah. and I can actually bite into things. So, so, yeah. so from the accident until like last June, I, 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 I couldn't actually bite into anything. So everything was cut up for me. Um, yeah. And so, but when you said things can't happen overnight, you're right. They can't happen overnight. Not always. Um, and there's yeah. me thinking that I'll keep my teeth replaced in a week or two, but I hadn't realised like the amount of procedures that I needed to to to, to have yeah. to 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 uh, restore my teeth and um, and not get them back. So that's why I've got a smile. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a great Thank smile. You. It's beautiful. So, <laughs> and it's nice to it's nice to see a smile. You know, it's nice to see after everything you've been through. It's nice to see a smile. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I'm not gonna. Uh, yeah. As I said. There's no point being sad about it, you know. Something bad's happened. I'll I'll come through it, and that's what that's what I tell myself as well. Like the past is the past. Thinking about it, it makes me cry sometimes. But the past yeah. is the past. Yeah, and I'm and I'm trying to move on. You know, trying to see the future. Well, like like live for, but live for the present. So you don't want to plan for the future. Well, you plan for the future, but don't worry too much about the future because it may never happen. So you might as well live in the present, do what you want to do now instead of waiting Mm -hmm. because tomorrow's never given. Yeah, there is no time like the present. You're right. There's no time. And um, you never know what could happen. So Yeah, like I was breathing. I was just happy to be breathing. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, thinking about it is just like hard as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you did, you've done, did amazingly. Thank you. And you have to, of course, of course, and I know you know that. Um, yeah, yeah. Everyone keeps on telling me. <laughs> I keep on telling myself. Yeah, as long as you keep telling yourself that, I think that's the most important thing. So yeah, and if I and if I can inspire other people with the story, um, just so they know that they can they can turn their lives back around, and uh, mm-hmm. and yeah, you can do it. <laughs> you can do it. Your life can be turned one way, but you can turn it back. Yeah, or not even back. Yeah. You can turn it a different yeah. way and yeah. start a different chapter. Yeah, yeah. Totally agree. Um, so, anyone listening, uh, yeah, it's possible. You put your mind to it. Stay positive. Get the help you mm-hmm. need. Ask for help uh, because you can't do everything alone. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, if you're as broken as me, you can't do everything alone. Um, you're gonna need the help, but um, like ask your friends, your family, anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, like even like call the GP if you need to. You know. Um, mm-hmm. Um, um, but there's always someone there to help you and there's phone numbers out there that you can call as well um, for help yeah exactly exactly so is there anything else that you want to mention I don't know (laughs) I don't know (laughs) I could talk about this forever Uh, I've been through so much uh, so much has happened between the accident and now um but um, no, I, I, I don't think there is anything I can add right now. Um, I just hope to inspire other people that they can get back up, you know, um, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I did. It's hard work, but mm-hmm. it's paid mm-hmm. off. It's paid off. It's paid off. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it is. It's it's incredibly um, motivating and inspirational in every every way. Um, and you're right. It, you can you you can get back up. Yeah. So just like you did, just like you did. <laughs> yes, just like yeah. I did. So in in all our own different ways, we all go through our recoveries in a very different way. But it's incredible how much we can relate to each other. Yeah, because it's, it's 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 a similar process for yeah. everyone, like mentally, physically, um, yeah. and the hard work you need to put into you from A to B, uh, you know, mm-hmm. from, um, um, it's a similar process for everyone, but everyone follows a different path, you know, to, to, mm-hmm. to process is, well, I'll, yeah, I say the process is similar for everyone because everyone has to go through the same steps to, to, to yeah. get to, to get to where they are, um, yeah. um, um, cause in recovery, you've got to sort out yourself physically, mentally, um, but yeah, everyone does it differently. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even if it's not physical injuries, yeah. it's any, any, any type. Yes, yeah, yeah. So any kind of trauma that you go through, um, it can be from anything, and uh, and 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 there's always coming back from it. So never, mm-hmm. never self doubt either. So believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. I believed in myself. Yeah. I think that's that's a really important thing is to is to believe in yourself a hundred percent because at the end of the day the one person that's going to believe in you the most is you. Yeah, definitely. 
So, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you today. And, and Joe. And Joe. Thank it's you. been a it's been a great chat. <laughs> um, yeah, it has been. It has a bit emotional at times. Um, I, I try and hold back the tears, <laughs> but you know, it's part of my story. Exactly, it is. It's part of your story, and there's nothing to be ashamed about. That's that's what's the most important thing. Is there is nothing to be ashamed about. So thank you for having me. Um, yeah, it's my pleasure. Reaching out because um, I didn't think I would be ever doing a podcast telling my story um, mm -hmm. um but yeah so thank you very much for having me and listening to me well there you go that's another that's another thing that you didn't think you could do and look where we are now yeah, you've done I know, it i know so no but thank you <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much and uh Perfect. and for your time as well because i know time is precious you know oh don't be silly, don't yeah. be silly. well that's another thing people silly. People need to realise time is precious as well. So yeah. spend time with your family and friends. Uh, yeah, I say. Definitely. Well, if you don't, you need to spend more time with them. <laughs> and yeah. you should spend more time with them. Because as, as we said <laughs> earlier, tomorrow's never given. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So definitely just spend more time with, with the people that you love, um, for sure. Doing the things you love. Definitely. So... If you're doing something you don't love, stop doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from work, some people love work, some people love work, some people don't. I'm not saying I do or don't yeah. love my job. Because <laughs> 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 anyone's listening. <laughs> um, but, 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 but yeah, you know, you, you should you should spend time doing the, um, the things you love as well. And spending time mm -hmm. with the people you love. Mm -hmm. And I totally agree. Definitely. Um, I've learned. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And that, uh, yeah, 100%. That's a perfect way to, to finish this. I love that. Yeah. Thank you, On, for not just sharing your story, but for inspiring those like myself to see just how far you can come back mentally and physically from a traumatic event, and especially from injuries. So believe in yourself and don't self-doubt. Time really is precious. You can build the life you want, and you can turn your world back up and send it into completely new dimensions after it has been flipped. Thank you for listening. And this week, do the things you love with the people you love. <laughs>